Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Just Wondering. I am Esther and this new episode I think will be sort of like a part two to my previous episode, which for any of you who haven't listened, was all about the experience that I had volunteering in a surf hostel and living in a hostel for a month and a half in Las Palmas de Gran Canaria, Spain. Um, I recorded that episode with two of my fellow volunteers, um, Ariane and Sara. So yeah, you should definitely check that episode out as well. But what I wanted to do was to kind of do another part two episode about the experience uh, with like a more detached <laughs> approach, let's say. Because as you probably noticed, also because I put like a fun little blooper reel at the end, we recorded the previous episode while at the hostel, which was kind of an experience because people were just coming in and we were just like sitting at the reception. So like, yeah, there were a lot of people just like joining. <laughs> so that's why it seemed appropriate to just like put some outtakes at the end. Um, but yeah, anyways, what I want to say is that we recorded that while we were still there, still had about a week, a week and a half left. So we were still like in the midst of the experience. And let me just tell you, like, as I said in that episode, I think it was like a really intense experience. Um, like you really got sucked in the life there and just wanted to live every moment to the fullest. So it was really nice that we did that episode and kind of like tried to reflect about what we learned and yeah, just like discuss a little bit. But now I'm back home, sadly, came back about a week ago. I'm recording this, yeah, exactly a week after my flight. And yeah, let's say I had some time to process all of the emotions. I'm still kind of doing that a little bit, but yeah, I had some time to process everything and understand everything that I learned in this experience. And as I was living it, I was kind of feeling like it was like a really significant experience for me and that I was learning so much, but the pace of the life at that hostel and like in an experience like that, it's just so quick. So it really didn't allow for much time to reflect and like slow down and really take everything in and process everything. I mean, I could have of course taken some time for myself, more time for myself and just like, you know, journal or something and go through all the emotions but at the same time while i was there i was really in like a live everything to the fullest kind of mood so yeah and i don't regret that because i really did live everything to the fullest um which of course led to kind of a harsh like return to my everyday life in italy and yeah but i did have time to process my emotions and i did realized that I learned a lot of things in this experience so yeah that's kind of exactly what I want to go through I wrote a list so when I got on the plane I had like four hours on the plane and it was very poetic as I was kind of feeling sad because I was leaving I had said goodbye to all the people I met and I was at the airport alone and then I just got on the plane and it was evening so there was like a full moon or almost full maybe 
by like a really big moon and from the window of the plane you could kind of see the island lights fading away like when we took off so it was a really poetic image and and I had my little notebook like little travel notebook and so you know I just felt the need to like really write down everything that I felt and because I was such an, in such a whirlwind of emotions and I think I wrote that I was like feeling happy at the same time I was feeling sad grateful a little bit lost because I was gonna go back to you know quote-unquote reality um, and I have some big decisions to make now so yeah it was like a whole mix of emotions after such an intense experience and so I did write a lot and I did come up with like a list of things that I actually learned and that's what I want to talk about so let's just dive right into this was a really long intro so yeah what did I learn so the first thing that this experience taught me is to be myself um, I'm not saying I'm not myself normally in my everyday life because I am but I think the context where you are kind of comes with a certain set of expectations of course like the person that you are when you're at uni or when you're in like a work environment like there's there are certain expectations about how you should behave how you should be and also the people there the people you meet in those contexts know you if you're able to be yourself also in those contexts but they kind of know um, kind of like a water, watered down version of you in a way or or just like a you like a certain you you know <laughs> I feel like we all have different parts of ourselves and in different contexts we just like bring out a specific part rather than another one but when you're traveling in a situation where you're just like traveling alone so there's no one there who knows you who knew you before beforehand you're just like in an environment where everyone and especially at a hostel I feel people are just like the type of people that like are not attached to anything uh, materialistic they're like very pure there for the emotions to live life to the fullest and yeah they're traveling most of them are backpacking so they don't even have that many you know clothes things so like they don't really care about like appearance or or maybe they do but like not it's not their main concern you know so you you're in this environment where you're like completely judgment free at least that's what i felt and and there's people who don't know you so like you're able to present yourself in your purest form because these people are not going to judge you and you feel yourself especially if you're someone who enjoys being in that specific setting and it's just like there's something about people you meet in hostels which i mentioned before that is just like you kind of have this thing in common where you kind of click immediately so you just feel like you're in a safe space most of the time with most of the people that i met and so i was able to kind of express the purest and realist version of me and really be myself to the fullest for like a month and a half i think also another thing that's important for this is that everyone there is coming from a different environment different setting so there's really no ground for comparison and I think comparison somehow can drive the way you present yourself to others or just like the idea of like being perceived in a certain way compared to other people especially if you're in like a, yeah in a context where you can actually compare yourself because I don't know you go to the same uni you work in the same office or whatever 
Uh, but there, like people all have their stories, they all bring interesting things to the table, and you realize that you're also an interesting person and you also bring interesting stuff to the table. And yeah, you just like really get in touch with like all the things that make you you the most. I don't know if you like if you understand what I mean, but like, but yeah, what I did was just like I was, I feel yeah, the most pure version of myself, which can be like different for different people but for me it's just like to be real and spontaneous and as we said in the previous episode emotions in this context in this hostel um, were really strong like you could really feel like the high highs and also the low lows when people left for example or like after a big high when you have to say goodbye to people so I had moments where I was feeling super happy, super on high, and then moments right after that when you were kind of really low, like really sad. And in those moments, I realized that like I could also show my more like vulnerable side, my more sad side, like I didn't have to be afraid of that because really it was a very judgment-free environment, at least that's what I felt. So yeah, overall I think also this experience made me more confident because I really got in touch with me to the core in a way and I found out that I really like her, <laughs> so yeah. Another thing that I learned which came from just like talking to different people who were generally older than me and kind of had different experiences, maybe they had changed their paths a few times in their lives, is that everything will work out if you like really believe that if you have like a it's a matter of perspective like if you think of things actually potentially working out instead of like the, the possibility of failure then you're putting some sort of like good energy in your life and in your outlook on the world and yeah like even when you try to plan things it's good to have kind of like an idea of what you want to do but it's also really nice to know that there's many possibilities and there's like almost endless things you could be doing. And it's also never too late to kind of follow your dreams, follow your gut, change your mind on something, change your job if you figure out you don't like it, you know. Like you kind of figure it out by just trying and failing and trying again. And eventually you'll find something that makes you happier but yeah like in general it's kind of like a mind-blowing <laughs> realization that life can be lived in a thousand different ways and there's not just like the one path as i said in yeah in the previous episode as well i keep referring to that sorry but yeah just in case you haven't listened which you should but um yeah anyways there's more ways to live your life than just like the sad path that we're kind of led to believe if we're living in a specific environment you know yeah like you can potentially follow that for a bit but then if you feel like it's not the right thing for you like you you can just change and as i said it can be like a mind-blowing realization because you can kind of feel lost and not know where to go what to choose but it can also be like it depends on how you look at it but like the way i see it is that like it's it's kind of comforting to know that there's like so many things that you can do and potentially at any point in your life you could decide to do something or you could do more things at once like you can start a job but also like follow your passion as a side hustle and maybe that turns into something more like 
you never know so like what i feel i learned is that like you really should like follow your gut more do what you want to do in that moment and kind of like the rest will unfold will follow from that so yeah that applies to like life choices but also like any sort of choice any sort of situation in life really i am a big overthinker this is one of the reasons why i started this podcast but i recently realized that like overthinking is good in certain situations it's good to analyze pros and cons and like make accurate decisions but can actually lead to not enjoying things not like really living life you know life happens when you kind of throw yourself at things more so yeah there's so many paths and it's really like it's stuff that you know but when you actually see people who have lived it and you talk to them it becomes more real and you start to believe it more so another thing that i learned or i kind of already knew but it was kind of like proven to me is that well for one i really like this way of life i really like exploring i really like connections um meeting new people seeing new places experiences experiencing different ways of life but also i feel like i am really value solo travel and slow travel i think it's one of the best ways to travel um i stayed in one spot for a month and a half and i was like actually working there as well so it was a different experience as to like what i had previously experienced because when i came back everyone was like oh how was your holiday did you enjoy your time on holiday Oh, you took like such a long holiday. You must be so happy. Which of course, yes, it was a holiday in a way. But it was more of like a, a journey and traveling, you know. I think it's the difference between tourism and traveling. Like travelers and traveling, it's best done when it's slow, when you actually get the chance to discover how people live in a specific place. You do things like go get groceries like cook your own meals like you don't just go out and eat out all the time and like i don't know just visit like most important spots people who go on holiday to gran canaria probably have like a list of seven spots that are must sees and you do that in like a week and then you're like okay i went on holiday there but i think my experience was a bit different because yes i was enjoying the island i was having fun but i was also meeting people i was also exploring connections learning a lot of things about myself and about life <laughs> and i was also working in a hostel i was also cleaning the toilets at times that's part of the work i was checking people in i was doing reception work so i don't feel like it was just a holiday you know but yeah in general i think that this is what traveling is because slow traveling to places is definitely a great way to yeah just like discover how people live and just really see a place you know another thing that i love about solo traveling is that i realized that solo traveling is definitely not traveling alone sure you travel alone to a certain place but then people who go there are traveling solo are like really open to meeting people most of the time and if you want to take some time for yourself because you enjoy your space you can always do that because everyone there is used to doing that is used to like spending time alone as well but traveling and solo traveling is about connections like that's what makes experiences like this really significant and important is the people you meet the place you see it becomes like intertwined with the connections you make 
So now when I will be thinking about the island, about certain spots, even when I go back, I will go to specific spots and I will remember the people that I spend time with there, the memories that I made with them, conversations we had. So yeah, I think a big part about like traveling is the connections you make and the people you share the experience with. Another thing that I learned is that feeling lost and feeling confused is normal and breaking news, it doesn't end at a certain point. I felt like my early 20s were, were gonna be the moments where I was gonna be the most confused about life and about what I wanted to do and then things would just like kind of turn out for the best and like I would figure something out, I would be completely sure of what I want to do and somehow the answer would have come from somewhere <laughs> outside. But instead I realized that like there's people who as I said, start a career and then change or try different things and maybe they get to 27, they get to 29, they get to 35 and they're still trying to figure things out and they're still not completely convinced about their choices and they're trying to still find ways to be happy and enjoy what they're doing and like do something they like. But there's just so many things that can happen in a person's life which can bring you in a certain direction and push you away from something and push you closer to something else that I think that like feeling lost and feeling confused is just like part of the human experience really and you can be confused at like 23 or 25 or 35 or 50 I mean there's literally like authors like famous authors who have worked in like I don't know banks or office jobs until they were like in their 50s and then they kind of decided to write a book because that was kind of like a dream of theirs and then they became like bestsellers somehow now i don't know like that's obviously not something that can happen for everyone because there's like a degree of luck involved and talent and whatever but that's just to say that like you literally can live so many lives in your one life and you can change your mind a bunch of times and try a bunch of things and you never know which will work out best. Also, another thing related to this is that I realized, which I kind of already knew, but as well, again, seeing it is like a different thing, is that life doesn't really end at 25. And there's no rush, like people, different people might have different goals. There's a person who maybe might want to settle, um, buy a house, start a family by their 30s or something. Um, and then there's people who don't have that as their priority and that's completely fine, especially in today's day and age. Like, I feel like in the previous generations, it was more common to just like start a family kind of young and have a, like a sense of security and that was like what everyone strived for like having a fixed job like fixed income but i feel nowadays like things are changing and people my, from my generation and also like a bit older and a bit younger um are just like seeing the world differently there's just so many new things that you can try like people who work remotely that was not a thing um, in the past, of course, because you weren't able to. So things are changing pretty damn fast and <laughs> there's definitely, yeah, no rush to do anything. Also, because like your life is just one, like we only live one life, possibly. So 
there's really no point in like living it in stress to get to constantly rush and run to a certain point that's like in the future somewhere in the future because if you do that if you keep stressing about the future if you keep looking ahead you're not really living your life because life is like what happens in this moment and so yeah like as I said a bazillion times and as I keep telling myself as well because of course I'm saying this now but things that I say in this podcast the advice that I give I should definitely learn to listen to that much more myself but yeah um, living in the moment is probably like the key to a happy life you know Um, because yeah like life is happening right now everything you have is right now so it's good to like have plans for the future as i said it's good to kind of if it gives you peace of mind have an idea of what you want to do but that shouldn't be your main focus you should learn to also appreciate where you are in the moment and yeah it's easier to live in the moment when you're leaving experiences like the one that i had because you know it's going to end that's what kind of I feel helps like enjoying an experience is when you know it's gonna end like it happened when I like studied abroad like I knew it was gonna be for just a semester so everyone was kind of there like really enjoying the moment because you knew that it had kind of like an expiration date and this kind of happened here as well although I wasn't thinking about it coming to an end I kind of knew it in the back of my head that it was like a just a temporary thing and I was trying to avoid the thought of like it ending and that's why it kind of hurt when it did but but that kind of pushed me to yeah really enjoy every moment to the fullest and if we think about it everything ends our life is also going to end so why should we not live in the moment then if we do that when we do short-term experiences tomorrow is uncertain and like all you have is today really so we might as well have this mentality of just like enjoying today as much as we can and another special mention goes to surfing because i definitely learned how to surf better improved my surfing skills and i also think this might be a bit dumb but like i also think well for one surfing is one of the best sports in the world because it's amazing you're just like such an like it's just you and nature, you know, you and the waves, you and the ocean. But it's also a sport that like teaches you a lot. I feel like waves are just like a nice metaphor for life. Because when you, like, in order for a wave to push you forward, it kind of draws you back a little bit first. And so, yeah, that's kind of nice to think about in life as well. Like whenever you feel low or whenever something happens that like brings you back, it's nice to think that it's just like a, a way to then like push you forward with more energy and it's also a sport that, that like really teaches you patience because there are moments where it's just like you're waiting so long for something good to happen but then like it's nice because i feel like when you wait long enough and then like the perfect wave comes or like a really good wave comes out of the blue that's also a really nice metaphor for life. When there's moments in life when you feel like you're kind of waiting for something, you're kind of like nothing big is happening in your life, you kind of feel like you're living always the same life, very routine-like, then you never know, like maybe out of the blue, the perfect way might come <laughs> and you might have like the perfect opportunity for a new thing to do in life or just like 
a new experience and yeah so it's just like i don't know maybe i'm just like looking into it too much but yeah i just like to see sort of thing as like also like a really nice or just the waves coming and going you know it's just like a real met a really nice metaphor for life and finally um a thing that i want to end on let's say because I feel like it's very poetic and I really resonate with this and also it's kind of related to one of the things that I kind of wanted to put in this podcast a bit more and I am going to try to do that in the future which is like some of my other passions which is like cinema and literature. I just want to end this by like quoting um, a movie you some of you may know it's Nomadland directed by Chloe Zhao that's probably not the right pronunciation but yeah it won the Oscar for best picture I believe in 2020 or 2021 anyways um, there's this really nice scene in this movie which basically features the main character talking to um, this man who's like living the nomad life so he's used to just like traveling around living in his van and what he says is that like of course like the context there is like broader and they are talking about um grief and loss and yeah but what he says is something that i think is really true in life in general and especially traveling is that like he never says goodbye to people in that sort of life because all they say is just I'll see you down the road and then eventually they do see each other again whether it's in a few weeks a month a few months years sometimes you do see people down the road and I feel like that's kind of the idea that I want to have with like the people that I meet on the road and the people that I meet in different moments in life I feel like the people that you meet and you share like a special connection immediately there's always going to be something that links you to them, you know? You're always going to have that shared memory or those shared memories from the time together and no matter what you end up doing, no matter when you end up seeing each other again, you're always going to have that in common and nothing ever is going to take that away from you, no matter what happens. So yeah, and eventually you probably see them down the road because that's just how it is you know like people who like to move around like to travel i think that's like a really nice mindset to have nothing is ever final when it comes to goodbyes so i don't know yeah that's just kind of like a nice note that i wanted to end on talking about like the connections that you make especially traveling but also in life why not yeah and i think that movie really reflects that so yeah I'm gonna stop talking now, uh, but yeah, these are the things that I feel like I learned the most and now they're all things that I kind of knew before, but now I really feel them, if that makes sense. So yeah, I'm really grateful for this experience, I'm grateful for the people that I met and I hope that my future will be filled with many other experiences, experiences like this, but I also want to focus on living in the now. I don't want to focus about just waiting for the next experience like this to arrive because life is happening right now so yeah i'm leaving the moment peeps <laughs> um yeah and i'll
we'll see you down the road in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and yeah, talk to you next week. Bye.